Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027, and it's wonderful to be back with you again this morning. Today we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 11, and whenever we do, I have to smile. Because in Luke 11, 11, Jesus says, You fathers, um, if your child asks for a fish, how many of you would give him a snake? And if you have been evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more does the Heavenly Father know how to give you the Holy Spirit when you ask? And many years ago, when my child was at primary school, and this is why I always have to smile, he was in grade seven and he was messing around in class and I knew he could achieve a lot more. So I said to him, if you get straight A's, within reason and within a budget, I will give you whatever you ask for. And he asked for a snake. And of course, Jesus says, if you ask, if a child asked for a fish, who would give him a snake? Um, my child asked for a snake. I didn't give him a snake. Strangely enough, I ended up giving him a cricket bat. And of course, we know that a Nelson is 111. And this is Luke 11, 11. So close enough. But on a serious note, I'm going to be looking at Luke chapter 11, 1 to 13, where Jesus teaches us how to pray the Lord's Prayer. And the disciples are with Jesus. They've watched him pray. They've seen the power of his prayers. And so he's just stopped praying when one of them says, Lord, teach us how to pray. And he teaches them the Lord's Prayer. And then he goes on to talk about how we need to, if your neighbor comes to you and asks for bread, or if you go to your neighbor and ask for bread in the middle of the night, you've got to keep on asking. They might not want to get up initially, but if you keep on pestering them, they will. And so he talks about how we need to be persistent in asking, in knocking, in seeking. And he talks about, obviously, how God will give us good things when we ask God. And so we have this whole teaching in Luke chapter 11, 1 to 13, on prayer, on God, on the will of God, on being aligned to God's will. And I want to look at the sevenfold parts for me of the Lord's Prayer and how we can mold our own prayers on that. But first, on the Mighty Hot 1027, this is amazing grace. And I've chosen that song deliberately because we live in the grace of God. And it is through the grace of God and through the love of God that we are able to experience God's kingdom. Hot. Hot 1027. This is Amazing Grace on the Mighty Hot 1027. You are listening to Sunrise with Shona. It's wonderful to be back with you. This morning we're looking at Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 13, and it's Jesus teaching us the Lord's Prayer. And I said there's seven parts to the Lord's Prayer, and this is just my thinking. You may have others. But the first part for me is that it's a prayer of thanksgiving and praise and worship. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Let's just look at that Our Father. First of all, it shows the intimacy of the relationship into which Jesus is saying we can be with God. It's not Lord, it's not Heavenly King, it's Our Father who art in heaven. And last week when I spoke about communication, I spoke about how much it means to us when our children communicate with us, or how much it means to me at least, and I'm sure to you. And therefore, Jesus is showing us straight away that we are the children of God and we come to God, we say, Our Father. This is a family prayer, an intimate prayer. And of course, as we do that, for me, we need to be aware of the renewing of our minds, our bodies and our souls as we connect with the source of all life, the source of all creation. In heaven is a reminder that while we are one with God through the power of the Holy Spirit, God is still God. I think that for me is what it is. So we need to approach God with humility. Hallowed be thy name. We call to praise God and to lift God's name on high and exalt his holy name. The second part for me is a prayer of dedication. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
We are praying for God's kingdom, which is a kingdom of peace, joy, love, grace, compassion, forgiveness, provision, protection. We're praying, and so much more, and we're praying that that will come on earth as it is in heaven. And we know that this kingdom, God's kingdom, comes to us through the activity of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We are aligning ourselves with God and God's kingdom, and we are praying for God's kingdom to come a little closer while we're here on earth. The third part of the prayer is supplication, humbling ourselves. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We all need to be aware of God's will. It brings me back to communication from last week. When we are aligned with God's will, all of us individually as a community, as a nation, um, when we know God's will because we're in communion and communication with God, God moves powerfully beyond our expectations. And nothing is impossible when we are moving in the power of God according to the will of God. The fourth part of the prayer for me is faith. Give us today our daily bread. Please note, not a Ferrari, not caviar. Meeting our needs. We are asking God, our Father, remember that intimate relationship, to meet our basic needs. As a parent, we obviously always want to meet the basic needs of our children and beyond, and I believe so does God. And so we pray in faith and with thanksgiving. Please, Lord, provide for all our needs. And when I think of that, I do think of how God, if I reflect back on my life, and I'm sure if you reflect back, God has always met my needs. And God has often surprised me with gifts far beyond that which I asked for. Now I'm going to look at it more in a moment, but first on the Mighty Hot 1027, Cornerstone. Enjoy. Hot. Hot 1027. Cornerstone on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. You're listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. And if you've just joined us, good morning. This morning I'm looking at prayer. And I'm looking at the Lord's Prayer in Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 13. Actually, the prayer stops before 13, but we're looking at those verses. And we've looked at four parts of the Lord's Prayer, a prayer on which I feel we can mold our own prayers. And we move now into confession of sins. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. In other words, if we forgive, God will forgive. And God forgives by the measure in which we release others from our judgment. And in a healing, I find it so important to remind people that we're not just forgiving the other person and letting them go because God told us to, but we're forgiving them because it brings healing to us, helps us to experience the fullness of God, to not walk around with bitterness and hatred and anger in our hearts. Jesus knew that we needed to forgive for our own sake as well, so we could experience life in all its fullness. And so in inner healing, I ask the person to pray a prayer where they name the person and they say, Lord, I forgive them. I choose to forgive them. It's a choice. It's a decision. I choose to forgive them, to release them from my judgment and from any debt they may owe me. And I find that when we do that, when we actually make that choice, it's amazing how God's grace comes into that space and fills us. And we find that we actually do forgive them and we are released from carrying that. The next part of the prayer is overcoming evil powers. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And every single morning, I would encourage you to pray for protection. I go to Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, and I talk about putting on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, holding up that shield of faith that puts out every flaming arrow sent us by the evil one, wielding the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, putting on the shoes of the gospel, swift and ready to spread the news. Please, I would encourage you to pray that every single day over yourself, over your family, pleading the blood of Christ over you placing the cross between you and all evil. 
My experience is the closer we walk with God, the more things come against us, and so we need to pray for that protection in this world. And then lastly, casting our cares on the Lord. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. If we go to Psalms 37 verse 5, commit all your ways to the Lord. Trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God, and that peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. When I look at this prayer, it is a wonderful and powerful prayer. And as I said, it's one on which we could mold our own prayers. When we pray and give us today our daily bread, we can pray for our needs. Forgive us, Lord, as we forgive others. We can confess our sins and ask for forgiveness, but also reflect back on the day and make sure that we release others from our own judgment. We praise in God. We lift in God's name on high. We're just praying into each and every section there. We can fit our own prayers, and I think it is a good way to pray if we want to do something different, perhaps, in this month. Now, God, for me, the last thing I want to say is that God doesn't need us to force him to move, but he's waiting for us to position ourselves in his will so that he can use us as a channel of his provision, of his love, of his grace, of his forgiveness, of his compassion, of his care into this world, and we can move powerfully in God, through the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through us. And so that's the last comment I want to make, that according to God's will, when we are living according to God's will, we are in a position where God can pour God's grace and love and forgiveness in and through us, and we experience life in all its fullness. I hope and pray that you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you and those you love. And to wrap up this morning, Change my heart, O Lord, because I think we all need every now and then to ask God to change our hearts so that we are moving more and more according to his will and so that his kingdom draws ever closer. God bless. Heart 1027.